Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. It's simple. My legs across your lap. I'm rubbing your beard. I thought affection wasn't something I was really into. But I guess when you force your love on people who don't deserve it for so long, there will be parts of yourself that you would forget too. Firm in what you believe, you have a soft spot for me. You're gentle. You leave and your ass need to hurry up because I miss you. We codependent? Or it's for once reality better than a dream and it's the only fantasy we want to live in. I said I would never cook for a man with some bare minimum ass love. You give me everything in abundance. Meet me in the kitchen. I'll be your dessert after I make your dinner. I'm used to my opinion ending in arguments. Am I talking too much? No, I finish. You always listen. Clean slates, try not to project past traumas on a story that's still being written, as if I already know the ending. A broken heart, an empty nightstand with tissue. Let's replace that with a family picture. We can turn our lives into something we wasn't sure existed. Welcome back to Self Care and Chill with Maui. I'm super excited because I feel like I haven't done a poem in the beginning of the episodes in a while. So I thought it would be nice if I dropped one of my poems that I did over instrumentals. Um, And I actually really love that poem. And one of the reasons why I love it is because it's a part of the poem that I say, um, when you force your love on people who don't deserve it for so long, there will be parts of yourself that you will forget too. A lot of us get in certain relationships and we start hiding and watering our love down. Because you with somebody to tell you you clingy, you do too much, you do this. or And we start molding ourselves and kind of just turning into somebody that's better suiting for them. Um, and I had did that so many times in my relationship. So that's I love, that, I love that line. I love that poem and I love that line because I feel like it's super relatable. We all been there, whether we want to admit it or not, trying to be the best girlfriend or best boyfriend or for somebody. And you, ended up, you end up turning into somebody that you didn't know. So on another note, a um, little few things that have been up with me. We just had a Philly show last night that was sold out. It was such a wonderful show. Such a great crowd as usual. We did DC this week, two shows back to back. We did Baltimore this week, two shows back to back. I got one more show in Jersey and then I'm done for the night. Um, candles keep selling out so thank you so much for supporting me and the candles they smell super good i freaking can't believe how many people have been just ordering the candles and sending them as gifts and can you write happy birthday in this for that so y'all just always y'all always just make me feel good y'all always are a constant reminder that i'm living in my purpose that i'm doing stuff that i love doing that i enjoy doing and it just always makes me feel good so, for today's episode, I know that's what y'all waiting for, that's what y'all ready for, two things that I want to touch on, and we talked about this the other day on Instagram Live, and we talked about this on YouTube Live, was, am I doing too much? How to know if I'm doing too much? I want to talk about being nasty, 
unleashing your inner femininity, your sensuality, all of those different things. And when to do it, and who the fuck to do it? Dang, I, was, I said I wasn't going to curse today. Damn it. And who to do it with? And realizing that your nastiness <clears throat> would not make him change. And that's on Mary had a little lamb. So, <clears throat> back in my past life, when I was vibrating at a lower frequency, let's just turn this into story time with Maui. Yes, that's what the fuck it's about to be. Oh, well. A little curse words here and there ain't gonna bother your asses. Y'all be cursing all the time anyway. Um, I was in a relationship. As you guys know, I have been in a few. And I remember... Um, getting into this relationship and this is why I tell you guys that it's so important for you to be specific what you ask God for and about what you want and this person had so many of the shallow qualities that I was looking for attractive, money dressed nice, well dressed like a clean person Like I really like men that's clean like clean fingernails, like very well kept um that's not shallow. That's just something. That's 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 just part of my type. A clean man. A man that really cares about being clean. So many of the shallow things that I was looking for. None of the things, the substance that I needed. No communication. Um, no empathy for other people. I feel like that's important for you to have a partner that shows compassion. Empathy. Um, I didn't really have a friend in that person. But in the beginning when... I'm getting all these nice things done and we going to these different places. I felt like this felt so good because I didn't get it in my last relationship. Um, so I fell in love with so many of the superficial things, so many things that were superficial. And as many times people like to say, well, when, what, when they have soul ties and stuff like that, I always feel like you just won't stop fucking somebody that you're not supposed to be fucking. So eventually that's, I have felt like <clears throat> I cannot leave this person alone. No matter what they do or how they treat me, I can't leave them alone. And I was chasing the high of how good it felt when we first met. I was chasing at those first dates. I was chasing that honeymoon phase, hoping that they could just go back into the person that I used to know. And it's this quote and it says, you'll keep forgiving the person that you love until you hate them. I can't, I couldn't stand the ass. Couldn't stand looking at them, didn't want to talk to them, looked at them like a piece of motherfucking gum under my goddamn shoe. Scum of the earth, trifling, nasty, filthy animal I've ever met in my whole goddamn life. So, kept forgiving a person that um, I loved until I couldn't stand the ass no more. But in the midst of these breaks and intervals, I would always feel like, you know what, I'm going to be really nasty and watch. He going to learn how to act like he got some fucking sense. Even when we first start meeting, when we first start talking, and I wasn't having sex. In my mind, when we finally did, I felt like, you know what, I'm going I'm to really put it on him. I'm going to be super nasty. He ain't going to know what the fuck to do with it. I feel like sometimes as women, we put our sexuality up as collateral to convince somebody to act right. It's fucked up, but I feel like some, not, not all of us, I'm not going to speak for all of y'all, but t and there's been parts, times in my life where I've done this. He ain't going to know what the fuck hit him when I put this pussy on him. He ain't going to know what has hit him. I'm about to do all the tricks. I'm about to... If a man has it in his mind that you are not the woman, 
if a man is not ready to act like he got some sense, if a man is just not done with these hoes, it don't matter what you do. It don't matter if you give him a threesome, a fivesome. It don't matter if you're the nastiest girl in the world. He's going to do what the hell he want to do. And ain't nobody going to stop him. And it has nothing the fuck to do with you at all. It ain't got shit to do with you. It don't matter what the freak I would have did in that bedroom that first night or that freaking 10th night. He had it in his mind that he was going to do what the fuck he wanted to do. And that's exactly what he did throughout the whole goddamn relationship. Exactly what the hell he wanted to do. And a person will continue to do what, the, what they want to do as long as you continue to let them. Okay? Because as I've said a million times, a person is not afraid to lose what they do not value, what they do not appreciate, and what they are sure ain't going nowhere. Okay? Ain't going to appreciate some shit that's always there. You don't give a fuck about McDonald's because it's on every corner. You love you some Chick-fil-A, though. You'll spend all that money in Chick-fil-A for that goddamn chicken sandwich and a milkshake. Because you got to work. You got to wait for it in that long ass line. It ain't a bunch of Chick-fil-A's around and the shit closed early. So the odds is not in your favor. And that's why you appreciate it more. If we was less accessible and less and doing less, we would be valued just like Chick-fil-A. But instead, we getting treated like goddamn Burger King, okay? And that's that ain't nobody fault but ours. So if 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 you naturally nasty, then that's fine. But if you got it in your mind, you want to do certain things to make a person like you, don't. If he he if he's already being inconsistent, and you decide to invite him over to have sex with him, and you think that's gonna make him be more consistent, don't save your vagina, keep it to yourself. Because a lot of times I'll be I. I go back to this relationship, have sex with this person and me laying next to a motherfucker that I couldn't stand looking at their ass like, why did I even do this again? Why the hell did I even come over here with you? Why am I staying tonight? I can't stand your ass. You're not shit. In the midst, in the midst of having this sex and those moments of bliss where you able to forget, where you able to take your mind off of who they truly are, it's, a, it's easy to be on this high, this adrenaline rush. Them love languages is activated too. Like I tell y'all all the time, when you having sex, that physical touch, that intimacy, that connection, them small acts of kindness, all that intimacy that you don't normally get from this piece of raggedy ass, filthy animal, you able to get it when y'all having sex. And those, in those few moments, y'all on the same page. Y'all got something in common. Y'all got the same goal. We about to come. Okay. And then when, and as soon as y'all both come, every, both people turn into who the, who they really are. Now, if you want to be nasty, don't be nasty, but don't let that be the reason you keep going back to somebody or you think that it's going to help somebody be more consistent, be more faithful. And when to be nasty, you just talk, you just start talking to this new guy. And I know sometimes when we start messing with somebody that's new or you like somebody, I don't know about y'all, but sometimes... <laughs> Would you ever think when it's too soon to be doing certain things? Damn, I don't want to scare him away. I don't want him to think that I'd be doing this shit for everybody. So I feel like going with the vibe, going with the energy. Like I want, I love, I I love, I want women to be more in tune with their sensuality and not just being like raunchy and nasty. So we was talking about this on Instagram live one day and we was talking about foreplay and women were saying like, Guys, guys feel like the foreplay is for the women and the sex is for them. And I, I kind of agreed and I kind of disagreed, but it's some women who truly enjoy foreplaying a man because they're getting turned on by it. Like, I like foreplaying. Like, I like kissing and rubbing on my man. I like those things done to me, too. 
But there's times where though, I don't have to get anything done to me and what I've done to you has turned me on. So I feel like if more people were into if more guys too didn't look at it like, ah, oh, she want me to eat some pussy or want me to suck some titties or whatever. If more guys looked at it more like a sensual act of let me just give my girl a massage or let me just ro- lo- lotion her down. If they more if they looked at it more like catering to the woman and realized how doing certain things and catering to your partner and watching how they re- react and their body reacts turned them on, they don't want to freaking, they wouldn't mind doing it. Some men are naturally, natural pleasers. Um, go ahead, prayers up to him. May, may God bless your soul to all the men who are natural just givers and pleasers and just want to be nasty when they woman. Yes, God bless you. May you have the highest ranks in heaven. You deserve it. May you get to the gate first. The men who want to foreplay for a long time, that want to eat vagina for a long time, the ones who are just nasty to the depths of their soul, may you get into heaven first. God has a special place for you, you little nasty man. Um, we're not talking about those guys. We're, and you have to realize that some... One thing I truly feel is some guys are not used to having to put in that much work. Some guys are not used to having to do all this foreplay for the people that they was dealing with. They may not have been in a serious relationship. They have may have been with girls who are just super attracted to them and just want to be foreplaying them and giving them oral sex words, though he ain't never really have to put in the work because girls just always been throwing it at him. I realize that's a thing too. Like, my guy friends all the time tell me, like, yeah, it's super easy to do this and that and the third with a girl, and she's not really doing much. She's not really requiring much. A lot of this shit come back onto us. And then if you in these relationships or you dealing with a person and you feel like the foreplay is trash, why ain't you speaking up? Why aren't you showing your partner or the person that you're dealing with what you like or expressing it to them? And if you're not enjoying the foreplay and your vagina is freaking as dry as a goddamn desert, if your vagina feels like a cactus, why is this person even comfortable with poking on your dry ass cooch? It's a direct reflection of him. You did not do what you were supposed to do, sir. That's why my vagina feels like a goddamn cactus. But if you was doing what you were supposed to do, it would have felt like Niagara Falls. So the fact that he's not even uncomfortable or self-conscious about the fact that he cannot get you wet, sir, you are not given what was supposed to be gave this afternoon. You need to go freaking go back to sleep, try again today. So I don't have no pussy for you. You don't have no foreplay for me. I don't have no pussy for you. You stop letting people poke on your vagina and freaking think that, you know what's disrespectful too? A man that's going to spit start your vagina. If he going to if he gonna put a little spit in his hand and put it on, on his penis like you need a little spit start, that's disrespectful. This coochie not broke. This vagina is not broken. It is nothing wrong with it. You did not do your job. You did not do your part. Because men think as soon as they dick is hard, then it's go time. Absolutely not. Her vagina does not come with a light switch. You do not switch a freaking light switch and then all of a sudden she's just wet. No, that's not how it's worked. This is an experience. 
Men is not thinking they, penises is hard and they want to hump on something. This is an experience. We want to light candles. We want to put lingerie on. We want to turn some music on. We want to turn this into a whole experience. Let it be what it's going to be. Either way, you're going to get some vagina. Just fucking relax. Let me do the theatrics, will you? God damn. Always fucking something up. What you got the lingerie on? Like, it come right off. I don't get it. So the fuck what? It's for me. Because I want to pretend that I'm a Victoria's Secret model tonight. Like, do you want the vagina or not? You was going you was going to take it whether it was in some sweatpants or some freaking lingerie. So just shut the hell up. God damn. Always got some shit to say. My girlfriend told me that she put some lingerie on for her man. And he said, but it's coming right off. Boy. If you don't appreciate this shit, I just fucking bore it from freaking Fashion Nova. And shut your ass up. Men need to realize that. This is an experience. The longer that you, the longer that you, and I'm not saying he has to freaking foreplay you forever, but kissing on your woman, choking on your woman, licking on her face, being, putting your finger in her mouth, all that nasty, little nasty shit. I wish they would understand it, what it's doing to our, the depths of our soul. Lick your woman face while y'all on missionary. I don't know. That's some nasty shit. I know y'all don't like when I say this, but spinning your woman's mouth. Yes. I'm still here for this. I'm still here for a woman getting spit in her mouth. Just hear me out. Hear me out. Because I think that sometimes y'all think it's hawk spit. It's just like a slight drip while your man is gently have his hands around your neck. Not choking you. I don't want y'all to think that I'm freaking talking about domestic violence or a man putting his hands on you. No. The light, the soft choke that's happening during missionary. And you like, oh, baby. In the moment when you all baby, in the moment where your mouth is already open, he's going to hit He's gonna hit you with a slight drip. Okay? And it's not the freaking... It's not the spit that's turning you on. It's the fact that you're nasty. Like, a lot of the times, people are getting turned on by the fact that they're doing something nasty. When a woman is performing oral sex on her man, she's getting turned on by his reactions, his sounds, and the fact that she's nasty. Like, yes, look at my nasty is what I'm doing. So, just hear me out on it. Just think on it. Sleep on it. You ain't got to get back to me today on how you feel about the whole spit on the mouth thing. But just sleep on it, and we'll revisit this conversation and see how you feel another time. But I wish more people looked at it like a whole act of both people here to enjoy it. And fucking like we ain't never going to see each other again. Having sex like we ain't have sex in two years. Having sex like you about to go to jail for 20 years. Having sex like you about to freaking get drafted into the war. Having sex like I'm about to move to Jupiter tomorrow. Some unforgettable nasty ass sex. And if you feel like you've already expressed to your partner what you like and they won't do it, at this point, put your titty in his mouth. That's the only thing. Like, at this point, if you told him you like your titty suck and, like, he keep forgetting, just get on top of him and put your titty in his mouth. No. Because if a person is not doing nothing that you like, why do you continue to have sex with them? If you read my first book, this is just like when Tracy said that she liked Eddie V's and he took her to Applebee's. Why am I entertaining and indulging with shit that I do? This is not what I asked for. Send it back. No. No. I'm not allowing people to serve me in any other form 
besides what I've asked for. You cannot give me anything besides what I've asked for. Or you could give me something, what I asked for with something extra. If you want to sell something extra, then you can give me that too. But no. You told this person what you like, they refused to do it, and no, absolutely not, because this is supposed to be for both of us to enjoy. If you're not worried about what's pleasing me, then you only, you're a selfish lover. You're a selfish lover, and I don't like selfish lovers. You, and you may get, and if you're a selfish lover, you will get into heaven, but you will not be at the popular table. You won't be at the cool table. So, choose where you want to sit at wisely. So if you feel like you've already expressed it in your partner, that's not fair. So I don't want you to go out. I, I don't want you going out your way being this extreme pleaser and you not being satisfied and you not being pleased. It's not fair because it's supposed to be enjoyment for the both of you guys. And if you feel like you just met somebody and you don't know when to be nasty, girl, we just going with the flow. I felt like when one thing I felt like was me going off of my coming off a journey of celibacy. And getting in a relationship, I really thought about, well, what, should I just do what I, like, should I just do everything I want to do to his little cute ass? Or should I, like, I wait? Like, I don't know. Girl, I did what the fuck I wanted to do the first time we had sex. But that's because I knew I was going to see him for a while. Y'all could do what y'all going to do. Y'all going to do what works for y'all. I'm going to do what worked for me in that moment. And what worked for me in that moment was... Giving my man a massage with some music on. That's my shit. I like massages, y'all. Even though it's something I don't do frequently. That's like a special occasion because I'm really lazy. And I feel like the massage just be taking too long. Like, oh my gosh, how many times I'm going to rub your back? But I was th I remember us having sex and me thinking about like, what am, what am I Am I doing too much? What if I do too much? Like, what if he don't like somebody saying nasty shit? Because I'm a talker, y'all. I'm going to say some nasty shit. Um... And you start overthinking, and I feel like it kind of will, it will kind of talk you out of doing it. So, and I wanted everything to be natural. I'm going to flow. So, did the whole massage thing, and I feel like I was thinking like, dang, am I going to suck a little dick tonight, or am I just going to keep it cute? Child, I definitely think I sucked a little dick that night, but what worked for me may not work for you. And if it's somebody that you f see a future with, and you feel like y'all going to be together for a while, you might as well just unleash the beast. Let them know what it is. As long as you're doing it because this is how you like to have sex and it's because you genuinely want to, it's genuinely what you want to do and not because you're trying to convince somebody to like you more, I feel like you could just do what you want to do. So, I love being nasty. I love talking about nasty stuff. To the people who are listening, you trying to figure out if you're doing too much, you really liking this guy. If you listen to any of my other podcasts and you hear me talk about how I want a man to treat you and it don't even fucking matter what I want for you. I realize that some, some things that I want for other people, that's not even what they want for themselves. So I know I'll be wanting somebody to court y'all properly and I want, I want somebody to be romantic with all of you. But if you don't want that for yourself, then go ahead and do what floats your boat. But I want you, I want you to experience those things because I know when it comes to women, they go out their way so much for men. They go out their way so much for everybody. So when it comes to how you get treated, I want you to be treated so well. Um, I want you to be I want you to be desired. Um, I want you to be romanced. I want somebody to introduce you with different to different forms of intimacy that don't involve them putting their hands on you and touching you and lusting after you. 
I want people to look at you in other ways outside of a freaking sexual object or somebody that could do something for somebody else. So I feel like if you feel like you are pouring into somebody that's not pouring back, if you are pouring into, listen, any woman that's listening right now, if you are doing too much for somebody that is already inconsistent, trying to prove to him that you are a good woman, a good catch, you'll be better for him than anybody else, stop doing that shit now. If he has it in his mind that he doesn't want to be with nobody, if he wants to be alone, it does not matter what you do. Save it for somebody that will appreciate it, that will reciprocate, that can bring what you bring to the table and more. Because if you're doing this shit for a receiver, all he's going to do is receive. And this shit not going to go nowhere. And you're going to be looking back on how much you wasted on a dead-end situation. Period. Now, if you're doing a lot for your, your boyfriend and you feel like it's not being reciprocated, conversations. We don't always got to break up with somebody. Some shit really could be solved with a simple, simple conversation. It's just we walking around here with grown-ass adults that don't know how to talk. A bunch of adults that don't know how to properly communicate. Simple conversations will solve a lot of stuff. Expressing to your partner, babe, I'm doing a lot right now. I'm doing my best to make you happy, but I'm not really happy. I'm not feeling appreciated, and it's not an attack on you and your character. I just don't feel like at this point in our relationship, I'm being loved in the way that I need to be loved. Because you know, you, men, they always taking things personal. They always feel like you're attacking them. You're trying to start an argument. It's not what we say. It's how we say it. I just feel like at this place in our relationship, I'm not being loved in the way I need to be loved. So it's important that you know what makes you happy and how you want to be loved though. And making sure that you making yourself happy too, because the next question is, okay, how can I love you the way you want to be loved? And you got to know, you got to know how you want to be loved or at least know, am I not happy because of me or because of my relationship? Because you don't want to be using your partner to fill some void and the reason why you wasn't happy didn't even have shit to do with them. And you didn't realize it. You just wasn't happy with you because you just wasn't happy with you. So I feel like knowing exactly what we are feeling, knowing exactly what we want and what we are looking for so that we can properly communicate our needs and wants to our partners. And so that they can show up for us in a way that we want them to. And try to communicate. If you feel like shit, if you feel like things not being reciprocated or what are you looking for? And are you loving somebody in the way that you want to be loved? A lot of the times the people that's doing too much literally are doing what they want people to do for them. And that's what be making me feel so bad. Like I could just look at a person and know like as much people, as much as women be wanting to say women that get taken advantage of or say that he used me and stuff like that, as much as they like to say like I was just being a nice person, I was just being a giver, I could just see they was loving somebody the way that they wanted somebody to love them. Showing up for somebody the way they wish somebody would show up for them. You done bought him a new car for his birthday. You done freaking paid for his kid's daycare. You playing stepmom. You let him get all this shit in your name. Like, you just showing up for people in the way that you wish somebody would do it for you. And there's so many people that is just walking around taking your kindness for granted. Not appreciating it. Just using you. 
and y'all doing, listen, you do too much too soon, a person will fall in love with all the perks that come with you and not who you are. That's another thing. Y'all want to be out here cooking at Alfredo, inviting people over to your house. He see you, you got a nice house, you cooking for him. You fuck him in two days. You ain't even bring up a relationship or what you looking for yet. He don't know. He don't even care. But he start hanging out with you. You, you cooking for him every night. You let him come over and hump on you like a rag doll. Why wouldn't I not come over here? Why wouldn't I not want to be around her? It's so many perks of being around her. I be using her car. She helped me fix my credit. She got, she made me a website. She be watching my kids when I need her to. Why would I not be with this girl? I don't even have to commit to her. Y'all stop doing shit like that when y'all know y'all relationship people. When y'all know y'all are people that like to be monogamous. And on top of that, when y'all want to talk to these people that say, I'm just chilling right now. I'm going with the flow. I don't want to be in a relationship. I don't want to be tied down. No, when you play with yourself like that, you're playing with your health like that. You're playing with yourself and you're playing with your health. Doing all this stuff for a motherfucker and he out here fucking everybody. You don't know what he doing. You don't know where he's sticking his penis. Same thing for y'all women that keep going back to the same trifling, raggedy, filthy animal ass man that's out here being a hoe. How dare you play with your goddamn health like that? He out here doing whatever the hell he want to do. And you pride yourself in knowing that you don't sleep with nobody else. You don't do anything. And I'm not telling you to go out here and have sex with somebody else. I'm telling you to stop having sex with his ass. Because he don't give a fuck about you or him. You talk about, well, he had a baby on me. That's the least, that's the least of the issues. He was out here having raw, unprotected sex. And then coming back to you. And you can't figure out why you keep getting BV and your pH balance is so, so thrown off. And your vagina is smelling weird. He's putting his penis in her and bringing you back all the demons. Mm -mm -mm, child. Somebody, somebody passed the collection plate around here today. Letting these men play with you like that. How dare you? How dare you let somebody play with your health like that? Like it, like it ain't shit out here that you can't get rid of. And you take him back at the heat out here with these different women. Who are you choosing? You choosing him or you choosing yourself? Question of the day. If we was in class right now and we was lining up, who would be first in line? Me. That's it. That's, that's the order. Me first. Me first, everybody else second. The fuck? That's how the order is. Stop playing with yourself. Like you regular. Like you don't bring nothing to the table. You out here acting like you don't bring shit to the table. You out here acting like you should just be happy that somebody even wants to be with you or talk to you. I should be grateful. Girl, don't make me tell you about yourself this beautiful self-care Sunday. Don't, don't make me tell you about yourself this beautiful self-care Sunday. Letting somebody play in your goddamn face. They out here doing whatever they want to do. Men that's controlled by lust. I'll never trust a man who's controlled by his sexual urges. He'll do anything for, for some new vagina. Right in the house with his family. For some new vagina, he'll tell her that he, he, living, with, he living with his girlfriend until he find a place to stay. For some new vagina, he'll leave his family. For, his new, for some new vagina child, he'll pretend that he was in jail for three days while he went on vacation with somebody else. These are the extents that they will do for some new vagina. I ain't putting nothing past them.
So if you got to ask yourself if, you, if you're doing too much for a person that doesn't bring shit to the table or do anything for you, the answer is yes. But when it comes to a man that don't play about you, when it comes to the man that is bringing things to the table that makes you feel good, that makes you happy, you can do too much for his ass. Go on ahead, show off. Do whatever you want to do. When it comes to somebody that's making you happy, that makes you feel loved, that makes you feel appreciated, that makes you feel seen, that makes you feel heard, you can show off about him. You ain't got to play with him. And I'm not saying when we when I say reciprocate, I don't, I don't mean a person that's doing the exact same thing that you're doing. I'm saying a person that shows up in a relationship with the same enthusiasm. A person that cares about you just as much as you care about them. I ain't saying he buy me stuff, I buy him stuff, he take me out, I take him out. No. He could be taking you out. You could be always cooking and cleaning for him and stuff like that. And he could be buying you stuff or he could be cooking and cleaning, whatever the roles is. I don't know what kind of roles y'all got going on. But when both people are showing up in a relationship as helpmates with the same enthusiasm, with the same goal, that this is my partner. I don't give a fuck what role is what role. The goal is that we are partners and we are in this together and the goal is for the team to win. I don't give a fuck if he's the one cooking and cleaning and making dinner and you the one working all day. I don't care what kind of shit y'all got going on because it ain't my business. Whatever works for y'all. All I'm saying is that you are in a relationship with somebody that shows up with the same enthusiasm and that is, this is my partner and the goal is for this team to win. And if one person is unhappy, unsatisfied, unappreciated, or not their best self, the team did not win today. There is no way the team can win if only one person on the team is happy. And if one person on the team is happy and they're not worried about their partner, then they need to be by their motherfucking self. They don't need to be on the team. They need to do the group project by themselves because clearly they don't like to work in groups. So go on ahead and take your ass somewhere else because over here we work together. And if you don't know how to do that, then go to a therapist. And that's what I do know. So if you feel like you're doing too much, you got to ask that question nine times out of 10. If the person ain't really doing shit for you, ask yourself, what are they doing for me? But my way, he's not in a position to do anything for me. Okay, good point. How does he make you feel? What does he do for you emotionally? And I'm not talking about a person. He listened to my problems. He let me talk. We'd be on the phone all day because you talk too much. I keep telling y'all that. Y'all putting these men on the pedestals because y'all be on the phone all day. Y'all fall asleep. You talk too much. So that's not, that's not something that's really like impressive to me. A man being on the phone with you all day and talking and we have good conversation. You can have a good conversation with anybody because you don't really have nobody to talk to. So you love to vent. So that's really not something that's impressive to me at all in the slightest. No, I have good conversations with everybody. I'm sitting here having a good conversation with y'all and I'm in the living room by myself all alone. So when you tell me stuff like that, no, no, I need something else. He ain't in a position to, to do something for you. Nice. It's free stuff. I want to know what, what has he tried to do creatively? That's free. If he's not in a position to reciprocate, how has he tried to reciprocate freely? For free 99, what has he tried to do? Have y'all went on a picnic? Have y'all went on, have, do y'all work out together? Have y'all went like on a walk? Like what has it been? Because the thing about it, the, a, man be, a man not having the funds 
the money to freaking reciprocate, that ain't the fucking issue. My issue is the lack of creativity and trying to reciprocate. Because flowers from the grocery store is $10. I could, I could impress the Listen, if I was a man, I could impress you with $20. I'd go right to the supermarket, get some freaking $6 flowers, because they be having flowers in there for $6.99. I would go get you a bottle of $12 wine. Yes, I will get you some telesport. Yes, I will. Get you a bottle of telesport. Get you a card from Rite Aid. Put my phone number in Rite Aid. Give me a little discount. Write you a nice message in the card and come right over your house. Okay? And I probably still got $5 left. Stop it. It's just people not putting no effort into it. People not even trying to be creative. I take my bottle of wine and my flowers and put a blanket right in the middle of your goddamn living room floor and put all these pillows on the floor and we will have an indoor picnic and watch movies all night. We will watch Housewives of Atlanta together. Stop it. It's the lack of creativity for me. The money ain't a problem. It's the effort. It's the fact that nobody nobody's going out their way to try. And they're trying to make it a money situation all the time. It's not a money situation. It's the lack of creativity, lack of effort, the lack of thought. The lack of follow through. She not with you because of money. Because you barely got anything. So, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Stop making it seem like these women with you for money. You don't have much, sir. You're funny. Don't stress me out today. <sighs> another day. Another hour. Another moment of us loving ourselves. Us not settling. Us becoming the higher, highest versions of ourselves and realizing that even your future husband don't even deserve you at this point. I'm highly, imp I'd be highly surprised if your future husband deserved you, girl. Because when we've done this journey, which is the never-ending journey of continuously finding higher levels to tap into within ourselves, the only people who will survive the test of time to be in our presence are people who are continuously doing it in the work also. If not, we will just chew them up and eat them up alive. The only people that will be able to survive around us are people that are being accountable and also committing to doing the inner work and showing up as their best selves. We are no longer in the business of trying to force people to become their best selves, trying to make them be what we want them to be, trying to force them to rise, trying to get them to see their full potential, applying for jobs for people. and Nope. I can't want more for you than you want for yourself. And I refuse to break my own heart by falling in love with a potential version, a potential version of you that you don't even have a desire to be. Also, all because that version of you fits my fairy tale better. I'm accepting you for exactly who you are and where you are at this place in your life. And if it doesn't align with where the fuck I'm at, I'm gonna leave you where you got me fucked up at. And that's simple. It's so many times I fell in love with potential. So many times I've thought about who this person could become or if they got a job or if they stopped doing this or if they... Nope. It's not a person in my past that I have ever been with who right now currently that I can look at their life and say, damn, he finally turned into the person I always knew he could be. Nope. Everybody is still exactly who the fuck they is. And that's because... The, and there's nothing wrong with that. It just don't fit what I want. 
It's not a person that I can look back on right now and say, damn, he finally became that person. They might treat women better, but, but as far as what they want to want out of life, they cool with it. And there's some people that are cool with it and they fine with it and they don't want more. Because you wanting more comes with more responsibilities. And some people don't want that. I understand it. I tell people this all the time with, with entrepreneurship. It's okay for people to go to work, especially if they love their job and they love what they do. But when you work for yourself, <clears throat> more responsibilities, more accountability. Nobody to point the finger at. Accepting people for who they are, exactly where they are right now, and just assuming that they'll never change. And if they never change, would you still love them? If the person that you with right now stay exactly how they are for the rest of your life, as far as where they are in their life, how they communicate, assuming that they never change, assuming they never get, get it together, would you still love them? Would you still want to be there? Would you, able, would you be able to be fully happy in this relationship if they never change? And you got to be honest with yourself. You got to keep it real with you. A lot of us is being hopeful because of the idea that we have of somebody. Well, if you start coming in later, I mean, if you start coming in earlier, if you got a better job, if this happened and this, assuming that they will never change. That's it. So hopefully today, on this wonderful self-care Sunday, somebody has some confirmation. Somebody heard something he was supposed to hear. Somebody was able to look at things differently. Somebody was able to think about something nasty, girl. <laughs> but nonetheless, I hope everybody have has a good day. I hope everybody decides to do their best today. Um, I hope you don't let nobody ruin your day. You can literally decide if you're going to have a good day. Wake up in the morning and decide that I'm going to have a good day. Ain't nobody fucking it up. No matter what happens today, the day will be good. Let, letting, the, letting the world know that, yeah, I'm having a good day today. I promise you the world won't hear you today. Giving yourself the affirmations that you need to get through this day. Being gentle and handling yourself with grace in the moments where you feel like freaking, oh, I'm having a long day or freaking... Everybody got me fucked up. Giving yourself grace, giving yourself patience, allowing yourself to breathe. Other than that, I hope y'all have a great day. And I'll talk to y'all next Sunday. <laughs>